For much of church history, daily morning prayer services were a regular rhythm of the church's life together. Some traditions continue to keep this practice. Some families practice daily devotions in the morning or evening together. But for many of us, daily communal prayer and worship simply doesn't fit into the regular rhythms of our daily lives. I hope this podcast is able to help with that, even just a little bit. Hello and welcome to New Creation Common Prayer, a daily communal worship practice for followers of Christ. Today is Monday, December 13th. We begin today with a call to worship out of Psalm 41. Those who pay close attention to the poor are truly happy. The Lord rescues them during troubling times. The Lord protects them and keeps them alive. They are widely regarded throughout the land as happy people. You won't hand them over to the will of their enemies. The Lord will strengthen them when they are lying in bed sick. You will completely transform the place where they lie ill. But me, I said, Lord, have mercy on me. Heal me because I have sinned against you. My enemies speak maliciously about me. When will he die and his name disappear? Whenever they come to visit, they say nothing of value. Their hearts collect evil gossip. Once they leave, they tell it to everybody. All of those who hate me talk about me, whispering to each other, plotting evil against me. Some horrible thing has been poured into him. The next time he lies down, he won't get up. Even my good friend, the one I trusted, who shared my food, has kicked me with his heel, a betrayer. But you, Lord, please have mercy on me and lift me up so I can pay them back. Then I'll know you are pleased with me because my enemy won't be shouting in triumph over me. You support me in my integrity. You put me in your presence forever. Bless the Lord, the God of Israel, from forever to forever. Amen and amen. Every day we will be reading from the Old Testament, New Testament epistles, and gospel. As you might expect during the season of Advent, most of our readings have to do with waiting and expectation. Throughout this third week of Advent, I invite you to reflect on the ways in which these texts invite us to be a people of joy in the midst of what can be difficult times. Now, some of these texts, it may be a little easier than others to find the joy in, but I think if we have the eyes to see and the ears to listen this week, we will learn to be people of joy, God's joy, a joy that flows unendingly forever, no matter what circumstances we may find ourselves in. Our Old Testament reading comes out of Zechariah, the first chapter, beginning in verse 7. On the 24th day of the 11th month, the month of Shabbat, in the second year of Darius, the Lord's word came to Zechariah the prophet, Berechiah's son, and Ido's grandson. Tonight I looked and saw a man riding on a red horse, which was standing among the myrtle trees in the valley, and behind him were red, sorrel, and white horses. I said, What are these, sir? The messenger speaking with me said, I will show you what they are. The man standing among the myrtles responded, These are the ones the Lord sent to patrol the earth. Then they responded to the Lord's messenger, who were standing among the myrtles. We have patrolled the earth. The whole earth is peaceful and quiet. Then the Lord's messenger, who was speaking with me, said, Lord of heavenly forces, how long will you withhold compassion from Jerusalem and the cities of Judah, with whom you have been angry these seventy years? The Lord responded to the messenger who was speaking with me with kind and compassionate words. 
The messenger speaking with me called out, This is what the Lord of Heavenly Forces says. I care passionately about Jerusalem and Zion, and I am exceedingly angry with those carefree nations. Though I was somewhat angry, they added to the violence. Therefore, this is what the Lord says. I have returned to Jerusalem with compassion. My house will be built in it, says the Lord of heavenly forces. Let a measuring line be stretched over Jerusalem. Call out again, the Lord of heavenly forces proclaims. My cities will again flow with prosperity. The Lord will again show compassion to Zion and will again choose Jerusalem. The epistle reading for today comes from Revelation chapter 3, verses 7 through 13. Write this to the angel of the church in Philadelphia. These are the words of the one who is holy and true, who has the key of David. Whatever he opens, no one will shut, and whatever he shuts, no one opens. I know your works. Look, I have set in front of you an open door that no one can shut. You have so little power, and yet you have kept my word and haven't denied my name. Because of this, I will make the people from Satan's synagogue, who say they are Jews and really aren't but are lying, I will make them come and bow down at your feet and realize that I have loved you. Because you kept my command to endure, I will keep you safe through the time of testing that is about to come over the whole world to test those who live on the earth. I'm coming soon. Hold onto what you have so that no one takes your crown. As for those who emerge victorious, I will make them pillars and the temple of my God, and they will never leave it. I will write on them the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem that comes down out of heaven from my God. I will also write on them my own new name. If you can hear, listen to what the Spirit is saying to the churches. The Gospel reading is from Matthew 24, verses 15 through 31. When you see the disgusting and destructive thing that Daniel talked about standing in the holy place, the reader should understand this, then those in Judea must escape to the mountains. Those on the roof shouldn't come down to grab things from their houses. Those in the field shouldn't come back to grab their clothes. How terrible it will be at that time for women who are pregnant and for women who are nursing their children. Pray that it doesn't happen in winter or on the Sabbath day. There will be great suffering such as the world has never before seen and will never again see. If that time weren't shortened, nobody would be rescued. But for the sake of the ones whom God chose, that time will be cut short. Then if somebody says to you, look, here's the Christ, or he's over here, don't believe it. False Christs and false prophets will appear and they will offer great signs and wonders in order to deceive, if possible, even those whom God has chosen. Look, I've told you ahead of time. So if they say to you, look, he's in the desert, don't go out. And if they say, look, he's in the rooms deep inside the house, don't believe it. Just as the lightning flashes from the east to the west, so it will be with the coming of the human one. The vultures gather wherever there's a dead body. Now immediately after the suffering of that time, the sun will become dark and the moon won't give its light. The stars will fall from the sky and the planets and other heavenly bodies will be shaken. Then the sign of the human one will appear in the sky. At that time, all the tribes of the earth will be full of sadness and they will see the human one coming in the heavenly clouds with power and great splendor. 
He will send his angels with the sound of a great trumpet, and they will gather his chosen ones from the four corners of the earth, from one end of the sky to the other. Trust you, how I've proved 
evermore and all. Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus, oh, for grace to trust in more. Sing Jesus, Jesus, how I trust in The Nicene Creed is a statement of Christian faith that goes back all the way to the year 325. It is a recitation of the common faith among all Christians about the triune God, the world, the church, and our future hope. It holds a special place among Christian creeds of faith as the only creed that has been affirmed by the Protestant, Catholic, and Eastern Orthodox branches of Christianity. We'll be reciting it every day after our song and before our prayer time. If you know it, feel free to recite it along with me. And if not, take this opportunity to listen to the core of our faith that has been handed down for nearly 2,000 years. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us enter into this morning with prayer for ourselves, our community, and the whole world. I invite you to lift your prayers silently or out loud wherever you may find yourself participating today. Let's pray. Lord, we pray for your church, both our local congregation and the church worldwide. Help us to be unified in your mission today. Lord, we pray for those who are suffering, whether sick, injured, or oppressed. Be with them, supply their needs, and may they find joy in you today. 
Lord, we pray for those who may consider us enemies, whom we have injured or offended, intentionally or unintentionally. Grant them your peace and enable us to be peacemakers today. Lord, we thank you for your many blessings and sources of joy in our life, including these. And now let us pray the prayer our Lord Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. As we depart this time together, go with this blessing from Psalm 44. We have heard it, God, with our own ears. Our ancestors told us about it, about the deeds you did in their days, in days long past. No, we won't trust in our own weapons. Our swords won't save us because it's you who saved us from our foes. You have put those who hate us to shame. So we glory in God at all times and give thanks to your name forever. Amen. Go in the grace, peace, and joy of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ today. We'll see you tomorrow. New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online, New Creation Community Middleton, and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministry by visiting nampacollegechurch.com. Today's hymn was Tis So Sweet to Trust in Jesus, written by Clara McAllister Brooks, and This We Know, written by Jason David Ingram and Christian Paul Stanfill. It was performed by Ryan Gage and recorded and mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible. Today's Psalm and Old Testament were by Caleb Daniels. Today's epistle reading was by Chelsea Pearsall and today's gospel reading was by Scott Daniels. Background music for New Creation Common Prayer was created wonderfully by Keller Gage. Today's devotion was produced and edited by Caleb Daniels. <laughs>